Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So sit back, make sure your seatbelt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on as we are ready to take off on our next adventure, introducing Kim Schultz and Kimology 411. Hi everyone and welcome to Season 3, Episode 130. Our topic this this evening is 30 things from 30 years ago. I figured Episode 130, let's talk about 30 years ago. I'm Kim Schultz and I'm your Adventure Coordinator for this show. Let's say hi to my co-host Tyson Harley. I'm glad it wasn't going to be, you know, like kind of a playoff 10 things I hate about you, like 30 things I hate about my co-host or something. I was scared for a moment. I figured I figured that that number's larger. <laughs> when we get to episode 190. Oh, 190 things I hate about my co-host. things I hate about So hurtful. So hurtful. Well, I, um, I, you know, I'm in tax season and I wanted to find something that was kind of fun. And so I thought, oh, it's 30. So let's look back at 30. And especially with all the prices and stuff that we have right now that are out of control. And I wanted to, I, th- I thought, well, maybe we can look up some prices and see um, what they are compared to the ridiculousness stuff we so have now. This we are not supposed to be, we're not ex- experts. We just kind of no. pulled something. But she pulled a lot of cool information. So it's just going to be kind of a selective uh, hit and a little bit of reminiscing thereabouts and yeah. some other thoughts just on it. Just kind of talking back. So I went to hobbylark.com party games and you can search it for 1992 fun facts. And so we're in 2022, 1992. My daughter was uh, one years old. It was going to be two in 92. Um, and so I was married and had a child basically as a single mom because my husband lived in St. Louis at the time. So a lot of this stuff is kind of interesting to me. Uh, so we are, we do have just a, like, a list of different things. We're just going to kind of read through. And if we find something interesting, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it around. Well, broad historical context, you think sometimes when I try to place years, I go, and it's, it's related to the first one that they show, is like you kind of place years as to presidents. And that kind of yeah. gives you a sense of the... And so you think 92 is an election, which meant Clinton took over in January of 93. So this is the last little bit of time for Bush Sr. Senior, yeah. yeah. George H.W. Bush and the Russian president, Boris Yeltsin, jointly announced that the Cold War had ended. And now yeah. we're where we are today. Yeah, I mean, for us. this is so... And of course... So I did not realize that President Bush had 35 successful vetoes. I didn't... I remember that around 19... Early 90s, like Rush Limbaugh had more of a... Uh, and even Newt Gingrich, that was more of a thing. And so there were... It was some of the beginning of the really oppositional sides of Congress. So... But I didn't remember that it was that oppositional such that he actually even had 35 vetoes, right. let alone that all of them were successful. So that was interesting. And the next one, I did not remember it was that far back, though. It, it uh, One of the most infamous serial killers. We're going to give you five seconds to go, who they killed, who had eaten way too many black boys. He was... Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. 1992, 30 years ago, up in, it was Wisconsin. I remember that. Was it Milwaukee? I think it was, I but it was know. up in Wisconsin. And yes, one of the most infamous and freaky. You know, you ever look at, you know, now we have Netflix and we can see that, but we don't necessarily remember the year. And there was a one kid that got away. And, and, the, and he actually uh, convinced the cop that it was just his, like, kind of, uh, live-in lover, and he was just a little off his rocker, like at the, crazy. and got yeah. him back. Yeah, oh, and Leona Helmsley, I didn't remember. Go ahead. What one? Well, mine. I'm I'm just kind of reading through the list because I'm not going through all of this, but I just wanted to let people know that the prime rate hovered around six percent, six percent, 
An ounce of gold was whoa. Where is that? Three hundred fifty dollars and ninety cents, and the retail price of gas on the average was a dollar thirteen. This is crazy because I've always said since then, since I started becoming a little bit more politically aware in the early nineties, would have been around the time I was starting to become more politically aware because I was I was in the Navy, but I was almost out of the Navy, and so uh, I had been married for a year or so by this time. And I, I remember before long, I realized the whole idea is to keep borrowing. And, and the prime rate is so much a part of borrow, 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 because the lower the prime rate, the more loans happen. And six would seem like an enormously high rate now. Right. Because now we're up to three and a half or three and a quarter, and people are freaking out about how we won't have enough money to go around. So that that I would be interested in the historical trend of how because that wasn't an un that was not considered a, a non-prosperous time if i remember right i don't remember the last i don't remember that it specifically was considered prosperous but i don't remember it being a bad time so for it to be up at a 6% rate at around a time that we considered prosperous seems really high to me compared to these days where it's like we had didn't we have prime rates around 1 and 2% for quite a few years here recently because yeah. it's like borrow, 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 borrow. Yeah, that's crazy. Ounce of gold, three hundred fifty ninety. Okay, I remember this being a thing. Now, when you and I were kids, it was billions and billions. No, it was like a billion sold. Talking about McDonald's, and then it became billions and billions, and then they took it off the deal. I remember this being a thing that the largest McDonald's ever was opened in Beijing, China. It was like yeah. two or three stories or something. I forgot about that, or rather, I, I remembered it. I knew of it, but I couldn't have told you the exact year. So some pricing, and this is all. This always gets me because there's some things that just kind of always stay the same, and then some things that fluctuate. Uh, I think it's interesting. In 1992, a five-pound bag of potatoes was a dollar sixty-nine, and you can get one now for like two ninety-nine. Um, sometimes you know, like a three ninety-nine for a 10 pound bag just depending on the holiday and whatever rye bread was 99 cents for a 16 ounce loaf oreos were $1.59 for a 20 ounce package jack frost sugar cost $1.49 for a five pound bag and a gallon of milk was $2.78 which is just about the same price as it is now it's like $2.99 and a dozen of eggs was 93 cents. And in 2021, our dozen eggs were 59 cents. And now they're $1.19, $1.29. So I really just think it's kind of interesting how the prices of certain things kind of always stay the same. And, and I do believe, and like I said, I might be wrong, but I believe that the government subsidizes some of yes, yes. the Yes, yes, I was thinking of the same thing. So I think that, you, you know, the more subsidy, you know, the more government pays in, it keeps the prices affordable. Even though we, we pay for it in other ways. We pay at for least it, but at, at, at least at, at, the, the at the register, you're not paying for it because that allows everybody to Here's be able to one that, it. that caught my eye, and it made me think of another thing. I'm thinking, man... Now, Seinfeld's long run, I think, ended in 99, but it may have been 2001. I feel like it was more like 99, and they had about a seven-year run, maybe eight years. So I really kind of feel like Seinfeld started around this time. Maybe we'll see it in the TV shows later. I browse, but didn't uh, really, really absorb. But I found this interesting because... Uh, Remember those big old phones in Seinfeld? Yeah. They, they they weren't mobile phones, but they were cordless phones. Yeah. And they looked like big old military CB radios, practically, uh, with the big old hard antenna on top. Yeah. And it said, uh, related to that, just reminds me, AT&T introduced the video phone. And IBM developed the first smartphone, and the 10th millionth cell phone was sold. So this, I guess that cell phone would have been those whole car ones, maybe. Yeah. The Only bag phones, names. yeah, the bag phones. Because yep, I got my two. first, I got my first cell phone, I think in 1995 or 1996, because my ex-husband now worked for uh, Cellular One, and he had multiple phones, so he gave me one of his phones to use. I wouldn't and have known. I don't know when I got my first one. It was I was a, a late, because I, I just didn't make money for a while in my life. So I definitely didn't go get no cell phone quickly, that's for sure. Well, Johnny Carson made his last appearance on The Tonight Show, and Man. there was a 100th episode of Murphy Brown air. So that was then the, the Jay Leno ended up uh, yep. being 
soon thereafter. He had, he had a stronghold on that outside of, if you count David Letterman. The only other thing big at the time was Jay Letter, uh, uh, David Letterman, but of course he was at later time slot. Yeah. So that's where things started really changing somewhere around here. Because if you look, even Netflix has interesting, and other places have interesting documents on the late night, I'm sorry, documentaries on the late night talk show wars and Jay Leno and and all that stuff that started happening after Johnny Carson stopped ruling the roost, you know, and, and did David Letterman want to get the earlier time slot and all that. So 30 years ago, Johnny Carson uh, had his last one. That's incredible. I remember Candace Bergen and Murphy Brown, and I can think of one of the co-hosts, a guy who has male pattern baldness. Both of them were yeah. very, very funny, but, uh, and she had great comedic timing, but did I ever watch more than I don't know how many I, I watched. watched. I knew of week. her. I knew of her, and I thought so she was. Good. I thought she was like one of those women that were almost handsome, pretty, and she had such good comedic timing. And it was a good show whenever yeah. I watched it. But obviously, they brought it back a while back. She had a couple, a couple, at least a season. Of they brought Murphy Brown back, kind of. It was a whole different kind of thing, but yeah, I think they we did. talked about another one of these recently, or at least a related deal. We've talked about recently here and there the strangeness, the high strangeness, the possible conspiratorial aspects of Princess Di becoming her own person and having like the the big campaign against landmines and becoming maybe the most popular celebrity of that whole group, and even dissing Princess, uh, I'm sorry, Prince Charles. In 1992 was when they announced that they were going to separate uh, after 11 years of marriage. Now, I think that she, was it about 1997 that she died? So she only had about five years left, something like that, 97, 98. So 1992. So you remember then, that brings you not far back to that just, uh, for a lot of people, I remember it, but I wouldn't have been so soaked up into it like women would, but that would mean it would be 1981 when they had that famous wedding that just took over the world in that really long uh, train. Oh, yeah. Remember a little really long train? It was just like a yeah. magical wedding that caught the attention of everybody. So yeah, 11 years isn't a bad run. No, not <laughs> at all. Better than what I made. <laughs> so I loved TV back in the day. I, I've always been a TV person. And I looked up, and of course, Murphy Brown, and I looked at the top, like the top five movies. And 60 Minutes, as a nerd, I'm just a nerd. Like, I used to love watching all of the Datelines and, um, you know, the crime ones, but I also loved the 60, I love 60 Minutes. You're saying 60 Minutes, oh, it's, was it, was it the, the most popular? One. It was the po- most I've popular I've always TV known show. that it was very popular. I kind of let myself forget that one time it topped the list. Yeah. Uh, and Aladdin was the most popular film, so we're talking early, well... Anyway, I mean, yeah, the, we know that those films were huge when they were, it was pre-Pixar, but those animated Disney films were just humongous. It would have been, right. maybe Lion King would a little bit after that, I was gonna but somewhere say, in the, and, in the and era of, time, of Lion King. Little Mermaid is coming out soon, because my daughter was like three when that came out. Well, probably already had come out. I, I bet it came out in 80, I bet it came out before then, because we had the video when my daughter was three, and we watched it nonstop. I'd be interesting to find out when Little Mermaid came out, but I think it came out first, before that. Um, but my the TV shows that the, there were the five most popular TV shows was 60 Minutes, Roseanne, I watched that, Home Improvement, Murphy Brown, and my favorite Murder She Wrote. I think all those kind of stand the test of time. Yep. Uh, I think Roseanne, it was ahead of its time, as a lot of people have said, just uh, you know, kind of having heart, but still having this gritty. Yeah, so what? We're, we're heavy. That's not what that's not what life, right. life is. And and they really had those little arguments within the family. Right. Uh, and it still worked. And it seemed more of a real comedy yeah. you know, in a way. It's kind of uncomfortable to watch in a way sometimes. But Roseanne was, was kind of uh, fearless as far as just, well, we're going to put on what we're going to put on. So Home Improvement, of course, was it was kind of the opposite of that. But it was still fun. I mean, to this day, Tim Allen has... Has yeah. a, I think he still has a series. If not, he had one as of just he a couple did. years he, ago. I was going to say he did a couple years ago. Murphy Brown, Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, so what, three yeah. of the top five were CBS, two of them were ABC, and nothing on NBC. I bet you that's changed through the years because NBC yeah. has had their share. I bet so. Uh, let's see here. A new Plymouth Voyager. Was that a van? Yeah. 
cost $12,995. Isn't that insane? You think that was the start, or you think the minivan thing started just a hair before that? Because for a while, minivans were I the think, thing, I because they, they had before. all these features. And they were in the late 80s, too. It was late they? 80s, just for the fact that when I had Chelsea in the 90s, that's what everybody was getting, and I was like this, I will not have a minivan. And I've never had a minivan. Just given, I had just given S- I it. had my um, my Mazda SUV, which my Mazda MPV, which Those Voyagers was, were pretty sweet. Some which of them. was um, yeah, was with, looked like a van, but it was a sport utility van, which was really kind of cool. So I, st- I stayed away from those vans. But Man, 12, I paid like twenty in. I paid in nineteen ninety four. Hold on. 96, never mind, 96, 97, I think I paid like 20-some thousand for my for I will my never. I, I will probably never pay that much for a vehicle unless this price what? go through the roof, As even as a used vehicle. I, I mean, I'm... You're never going to buy another vehicle in your entire life. Ever. No, I may. Not for less than $12,000. I paid, I I paid 8000 last time, 7500 What year was that? What year was that? Well, it was not, I was only nine years old at the time and low mileage. Right. But you're not like. Of course, that was salvage title. I just got mm-hmm. lucky. You're, but you're yeah. right. Yeah. It, well, it's... then I won't. I don't care. <laughs> then I won't. No, I, I, I plan. I plan on making a lot of different more money by the time I'm. By your next car. You know, by the time. So maybe twelve. Well, maybe thirteen. My, will seem more my car like. My was twenty four thousand. That's crazy. But it was it was the That's same year. Good. I mean, it was it was a thirty thirty five thousand dollar car, and I bought it in the same year. It just had miles on it. Oh, you bought it the same I, year it came I, out? Yeah, I bought it in November of 2013, and it was a 2012-2013 a program car. So <sighs> so I got it at a really good deal, and I have everything on it. I still love my cars. So. Oh, I like program cars and, you know, the extended warranties and stuff. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but it just seems like, you know, these days you're not careful. You can pay uh, one quarter as much for cars as you do for a house in Kansas, to be clear, not yeah, a house in that is true. New York City or something like that. That is very true. So they they have listed the uh, uh, champions of, of the leagues, and I just noticed that they didn't list uh, the NBA. But I'm trying to think whether that would be would be the Bulls or whether that's the Rockets. Pair. No, that should be the Bulls. Uh, should be the Bulls. I don't know why I'm not getting here. So anyway, as far as otherwise, the Washington Redskins won the Super Bowl. The Toronto Blue Jays with somebody Carter. His name is Carter. Just a heck of a hitter. I remember him. Won the World Series and Pittsburgh Penguins clinched the Stanley Cup. I couldn't have told you that. And the NHL players went on strike for the first time in their 75-year history. I did not remember that. I do remember that. It, I thought it was Calgary. Albertville Winter Olympics. And I've always been a pretty big Olympics guy. Not as much anymore. And I don't think I would have watched that. I was in the middle of my navy stint here so some of the stuff it would have gone past me like i could have been out at sea or something like that during part of this or or i was i should say so my biggest thing right here i'm gonna go over some prices because i think those are kind of cool um because some of these prices really aren't different i mean you can get them on sale currently even in this bad pricing things i think we just got so used to prices going down so low that we forgot that they have been higher in the past so red delicious apple 99 cents a pound Oscar Mayer Baker bacon a dollar forty nine for a one pound package that's unheard of. Um, beef round roast two ninety nine it's at five dollars now. Uh, bread ninety nine cents for a sixteen ounce loaf you could probably still get it for about two two twenty. Yeah, so basically we're looking at butter, a lot of these seventy five to two hundred a uh, seventy five to say one hundred twenty five percent increase. You know, butter like. is three dollars for a two pound package of Land of Lake butter. That's the same price it is now, and you can get it cheaper when it goes on sale. Yeah, but is it Land Lakes? Yep, Land okay. Lakes. Um, Nabisco Oreos, $1.59 for 20-ounce package. Of course, eggs were $9.83. Fish, a salmon steak, $5.99 a pound. Uh, ham was $0.79 cents a pound. Briar's ice cream was a $2.99 for a half gallon. They're probably three, $3.99, $4, but you can get them on sale at Dillon's for buy five, save a dollar. Um, and ketchup, $0.99 cents for a 28-ounce bottle. I buy it. They're like a dollar. I bought like five bottles. I don't know how many ounces they were, but I don't think they were 28. 
um, of my ketchup. 37 cents for a head of lettuce. They're $1.14 right now. Milk at $2.79 per gallon, $2.99 a gallon. Uh, yellow onions, $1.49 for a three-pound bag. You can get them for about $1.89. Oranges, sun-kissed, four for 99 cents. Um, yeah, no, that's not anymore. They're normally about 49 to 59 cents a piece. Um, peanut butter, Skippy, $5.99 for a 64-ounce jar. That's, that is about the same price. It's not, it's not more than that, um, because that's such a large amount. It's not that big. Pork and beans were a dollar for 16-ounce cans. For three. Um, for three, yep, and ours are probably 69 cents a piece. Sometimes in the summer you can get them for like 40 cents, depending on, you know, and that's Campbell's. Potatoes, the $1.69 for a five-pound bag. Soup, $2 for five. That is not true anymore. They're all about a dollar to a dollar fifty-nine just for one. Wait, which one are we on? The Campbell soup? Campbell's soup. And right, yeah. strawberries, $1.69 per quart. And you can get them for like $2.99. And of course, I don't even know what Jack Frost sugar is, but you can get it for $1.99. You used to be able to get it for $0.99 cents during Christmas, like candy making time. So, so at rarity, some of them are, some they're of not, them they're are not twice to... as much. No. But, but some... for the most part, some of them are 70. Well, some of them are, but... You know, it looks like the general range is, say, 75% higher up to maybe over 100% higher. Like, yeah. Uh, some of them more, but that's general. Some of them less. Yeah, I was right as far as uh, the NBA. It was when uh, Michael Jordan played the Trailblazers and Clyde the Glide Drexler, and it was only the second of Jordan's uh, uh, wins, and it was his first back-to-back win. So that's what happened in the NBA. Because uh, I don't know why they did. Maybe it's like everybody knows what happened in 1992 in the NBA. Now, 10 cool food. Or nobody cared. <laughs> no, people care. That was Jordan time, baby. No. I've never, are, I've never watched an NBA, nor would I ever. I think it's the most boringest thing ever. You'd have to be there. That is that is part of it. Because it's like there's so many games. There's 82 games. So it seems like there's not much, you know... Uh, there's not a lot of importance to any one of them. Boring. And same thing with seven, seven. At that time, it was still you only played best out of five in the first round. If if you can't win three out of five, then you're not destined to win the championship. You shouldn't have a chance to win Boring. four out of seven instead. Boring. So it was it was a shorter playoffs. Now every single round is seven games. It's like Boring. why. The dominant team's going to win most of the time. Just let them win in five games and get it over with. Get it with. over with. I agree. Um, so here are 10 cool food and beverage trends of the year. Now, this has lasted. Arizona iced tea. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. You got another one out of there? I don't. I, 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 um, the Veneta, Vianetta, the British ice cream, which was like, it was like in a long rectile thing and it had ice cream and then it would have like a chocolate layer in it and then it'd have like ice cream and the chocolate layer. So it was, was kind it of Was it extra light or anything yeah, like that? I don't, I don't think it, it was different? extra light. Okay. It was just, it was in, um, I meant like, less like in a, like in a, a muff, like in a, um, a long skinny rectangle. It almost sounds familiar, but not exactly to And me. you would slice it. So you would have like a slice of it. So you like, oh yeah, it was so good. I, those were like that was fancy. So that's still around, but that was a trend. I don't know if it's still around or not. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, now here's another one that was supposedly trending that has lasted at least long term in terms of uh, pop culture because of its it's it's just always kind of a funny thing to talk about. It's a hot pockets, you know, Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan thanks 1992 for the <laughs> hot pockets showing up. Um, and they're still around, Hot Pockets. We've talked about those before. Gorton's Fish Sticks, that sounds good right now. Yeah. I the best fish sticks are Aldi's, though. Man, a lot of these are these silly drinks. Sunny Delight, High C, and Hawaiian Punch. How is that a trend? Surely High C was around a lot more. Although they, they're saying High C fruit drinks, okay. Uh, like with weird names like Blazing Blueberry, Boppin' Strawberry, Strawberry Kiwi Craze, so, so on and so forth. But they got Hawaiian Punch and High C and Sunny Delight on here. I can imagine that would have been the earlier days of Sunny Delight, don't you think? 
Yeah, Sunny. Yeah, Sunny Delight. Everybody wanted that stuff. Chicken Caesar salad. How was that a trend only that year? I thought that would have been around. That might have just been. It was just might have been new. Like it was just kind was of it? like introduced new. There's a lot of weird stuff that didn't come out. Okay, I mean, maybe it just means it's, it's been around, like but it was more say, like it became popular or trendy that year. It's kind of like when they say ranch dressing. Everybody's everybody thinks ranch dressing's been around forever, but it hasn't. Beefaroni, I would have oh. thought that was around also, but it it's been around for thirty years, so I could have just make, get that it mixed could've up. Just been, it could have just been mixed up been, with it's always been around, right? But it's just like trending, so like people yeah. trended it. All right, yeah, you got a bunch more. Okay, how about this one? Ham for seventy nine cents a pound. Is that crazy cheap compared to now? I would think so. Well, I mean, I think it's cheap at some point, but you can still get it for like ninety nine cents a pound. During Easter time yeah, and after Easter. This is just kind of the but typical price. this is just the normal price. Eh, I don't know. Man, they got entertainment news too. So here's some... This makes perfect sense. So think of Married with Children, who was popular off of that. Christina Applegate, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So that was like, she played kind of a ditz, but she was still a fun ditz. And she was kind of pretty, so people liked her. Candace Bergen off of Murphy Brown. Oh, Naomi Campbell. She stood the test of time. I heard she is kind of a wench, but I don't know. Maybe I got that wrong or got her mixed up. But I remember thinking she was, like, stunning. Cindy Crawford. Yeah. I, I That said, even though it might be fashion icons for the year, whether either of these is, like, 92 was their year. I mean, most of these people, a good half decade, they were really, really prominent. Right. Um, Julie Louis-Dreyfus, speaking of Seinfeld, she was... A brilliant comedian, and then went on to have uh, some good success in some other shows. But Anna, her Seinfeld stint was outstanding. Anna Nicole Smith, she's a bunch of drama. Oh boy! And then she died young. That was so sad. Yeah, that was. I mean, she just had a she. Did, she had a rough go at it. Elle McPherson was the SI swimsuit model who was from Australia. Uh, Sharon Stone, who's all of a sudden decided uh, she's going to be in every second commercial. Yeah. She was on that little weird show that we talked about how they uh, they play around kind of a uh, murder mystery where right. the one yeah, guy yeah, 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 yeah. the one guy is the the detective and she showed up on one of those and it was yeah. not one of the better episodes but I think she's suddenly like you know what I should be out there right. maybe I can make the extra money all of a sudden I see Sharon Stone on some eyeglass commercial and on some Little uh, phone no, game, some, phone game to, commercial. No, nothing against her. It's just like money. back in the day, we knew, and we hadn't really heard of, of Sharon, heard right. from Sharon Stone much lately. I think one of the prettiest was Kathy Ireland. I thought she was very pretty. Too. She was adorable. She was adorable. Kate Moss. Remember, she was known, and and your first reaction is, "Man, that's awful skinny." She's skinny. I was about to say the same <laughs> thing. I was like, "She's skinny." Whitney Houston, of course, before she went sideways. But you know, her big stuff would have been, I think, later eighties. Like her biggest is probably about eighty nine, but she's still going fairly strong in ninety. My daughter for sure. was singing, and I will always. From Bodyguard, that was one of Chelsea's favorite songs. Heather Thomas, that's right. She would. Oh, been she's around, cute too. Would have been around back then, and she was on. She was on the show with uh, William Shatner, where he played like the detective. Oh my gosh! Remember Heather Thomas is on. Mm-hmm. He played like a cop. Right. What was the William Shatner? Well, let's see if you can. Somebody call. Just call in and let us know. Uh, yeah, just, call just, it. Call just tweet us. It was um, <laughs> Shat. Um, <laughs> So close. I'm so close. Oh my gosh. It was uh, oh my gosh. What maybe is it's that? on the phone maybe it's on the TV thing. But I think that's where we first started to know about Heather Thomas. Oh yeah, because I can I can see the 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 Yeah, because he would be he would be everything. wearing the, the plain dark cop uh, uh Um What was that? It was oh my gosh. Are you looking it up? I am, but you can probably beat you to beat it. Beat me to it, yeah. I just put William Shatner cop series is what I'm thinking. T.J. Hooker, yeah. T.J. Hooker, yep. That's no, that it. was Heather Locklear, not Heather yeah. Thomas. What am I thinking? Who the heck's Heather Thomas? I don't know. Let's look her up. Oh my lord, Heather <laughs> Thomas. She was another blonde, and maybe Heather I got my Thomas. Oh, maybe it's where they there were two oh. like swimsuit model types. Heather Thomas is American actress and political activist. She's 64 years old, five five. So she would have been. Uh, 34 at the time, which there is, she is primo for a woman. I don't recognize her. 
Oh, she was on the Fall Guy. Oh, the okay. Fall Guy. There, yeah. she, there she is. There's the picture you can recognize her from right there. That's little, the blonde one. Yeah, on yeah. the Fall Guy. Yep. Now that makes okay. more sense to me. So yeah. it was probably around the same time as, well, I was just looking it up, but I'm pretty sure T.J. Hooker might have been a little bit earlier, but it wasn't way, 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 way earlier. It was probably in that same general area. No, it was earlier. I'm a liar. 82 to 86 is T.J. Hooker. Yeah, yeah. And Christy Turlington. A lot of these are like model types. It's kind of weird. I think that's because the models are like, they're everywhere. They're not just in a TV it's show. Probably, that was one of the earlier areas. Oh, wait. It says fa- the heartthrobs and fashion icons. So yeah, fashion yeah, yeah. would be models. But why Robin Givens? Was that she was so she was married to Mike Tyson, right? But is that the only reason ninety two was success was prominent for her? Was it was the she, other what thing? Was she on? Um, oh, I should just put I just put ribbon Givens. That's not, <laughs> not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> she oh. was in head of the class in night in nineteen eighty six. Uh, what did she do in ninety two? Yeah, was I she on know. MTV or something? Boy, uh, her troubled marriage in 1988 was when something hit the fan with Tyson. Oh, right. uh, married married Tyson in 88, but divorced in 89. Okay, uh, so, so keep they going. were hardly even married then. So oh. I don't know what happened in 92. Boomerang, boomerang happened. Oh, the movie wasn't boomerang? that Eddie Murphy or something? Yeah, that was Eddie Murphy. Huh. Well, so maybe that's kind of it because that was a pretty uh, somewhat prominent movie. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, he's where he's a. I never watched Boomerang. Never yeah. did. Romantic oh, comedy. I and I guess maybe, yep, uh, that's his new boss, Jacqueline Breuer, and yeah. uh, Robin Givens. And it also had. Okay, no. <laughs> check out that poster. That is. That's like where our boy, you know what else is going on in 1992? I swear it. Am I right about this? No, that was a little earlier. The first uh, uh, Arsenio Hall. Oh, Arsenio. Arsenio. No, Arsenio was Hall late. was 1989, 90. Yep. And yep. I'll tell you why. Because but I would that, come doesn't down. that look like the way Arsenio would look on a poster? Yep. I, come, I would. When <laughs> oh, the boomerang was, poster we're talking when about. When Chelsea was born and she would wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to be fed, I would come downstairs where my studio is now was a living area. It had a couch and television down here. And I would feed her, and I would watch the second airing of Arsenio Hall. Because it would play (laughs) at one time, and then that's where I saw TLC. And that's why it was like, oh, Chelsea's up. I'm going to go watch Arsenio Hall at 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Boomerang also had Halle Berry, David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence, Grace Jones, Eartha Kitt, and Chris Rock. Holy crap. Holy crap. What a cast. That's awesome. Well, we had Miss America was from Hawaii. We have Miss USA from California. And that was... Stuff uh, you like Broadway. Yeah, Broadway. So, I like... Before COVID, this was a I was heavy, excited about This is a heavy year for some of the best ones on Broadway. Wow. Before COVID, I those. really wanted to go to New York and do something, and now they've lost their flipping minds, and right. I think I'm not allowed to. I don't think I have the right passport to get there. I was still, I was, speaking of those shows, I think I mentioned the regular or in Systematic Chaos. I'm sorry, the jobs. There are some job things that still say all of our employees must be vaccinated right up front, and which, is the, start, which is the right place to say it. Don't right. get me wrong. But, but I'm now like, they're starting what? lawsuits against it. So yeah. we'll see how so that goes. I'm like, goes. well, that's easy. Thanks for telling me up thank front. You, thank you very much. I, I, yeah, I have a great... And even if, even if I got vaccinated... I would still be like, no, because I believe in health freedom. I don't freedom. believe in, I believe, yeah, I believe in freedom. I got vaccinated for myself. So, yeah. yeah. So, Broadway shows Miss Saigon, The Phantom of the Opera, Crazy for You, um, Les, Les Miserables, Les Miserables, Les Miserables. Less, mibr- m- less, less miserable. Less miserable. You know miserables. how I can remember that? Because in 1992, miser- we were less miserable than less, we are now. Exactly. Will Rogers Follies, Cats, Guys and Dolls. Jell's Last Jam. The Jellies. Jellies Last Jam. I've never even jam. heard of that. No, Jellies Last Jam. That's awesome. The Cat Skills on Broadway. Some of those I've never heard Man, of. Man, cats. I, out of all of those, I've Les, seen. Les um, I've seen um, the Phantom of the Opera. Man, Phantom of the Opera. I wonder if that was early on in that because that ended up being a giant yeah. run. Oh, I'm, it's with, still going. With the guy who uh, became really, really famous for playing. He had like three names. A British guy. Uh, he went but by. These opened in the two. 
They well, that's just top grossing. But yeah. even, that's, that's where I'm those saying. I wonder how far ones. along in some of those really long, because Cats had an incredibly long run. Yeah. And so did Phantom of the Opera. So I was just curious how, how early in that run we were in 1992, but I probably can't find it quick enough to even worry about that. Well, you can keep looking it up. I was just, just going to go over the shows that opened in 1992. Oh, yeah, that's good. You was that. A Christmas Carol, um, A Small Family Business, Chinese Coffee, Crazy for You, Falsettos, and Five Guys Named... What we got? Named Mo, named. Guys and Dolls, Hamlet... Man of La Mancha, Private Lives, Someone Who Will Watch Over Me, The Master Builder, The Price, and The Visit. I haven't heard of a lot of those. I've heard of A Christmas Carol. I've heard of Crazy For You. I've heard of Five Guys Named Mo, Guys and Dolls, Hamlet, The Man of La Mancha. Yeah. Um, There's a really good song I, I sang in high school as... We called it, man. It's when you we had a weird name for it that never was intuitive to me as to why we called it that, but where you could go to the competitions. Uh, I think we called it the Clam or something like that. I can't remember, but I think I was no. It may have been college. I tr- I took a, a a vocalist, you know, a class just for fun, and I think I sang something out of Man of La Mancha. But I don't really know it a lot otherwise. Yeah, so the Phantom of the Opera first started in 1986 as far as the Andrew Lloyd Webber version. So they were well into their run by then. But, you know, they made just money hand over fist with that thing. which right. I And it, they deserved it. So did Cats. Uh, you know, Cats was probably around the same time. I wouldn't be surprised uh, as far as how far along they were. Doesn't that kind of feel like a late 90s yeah. uh, deal? And then Older. they would have still been going six... You know, yeah, six, cats, they uh, make fun of it because it just kept going. And that's one show I've never seen, cats, ever. Oh, I bet you'd be awesome. Maybe not as good as Wicked. I know Wicked's your favorite. Wicked is my favorite, but no. Phantom of the Opera was amazing. Well, Cats was Andrew Kiki Lloyd Webber, too. So that's kind of why we think of them at the same time. But they were both so ridiculously, you know, successful. Uh, you know, but I, I don't so know don't exactly. So don't, don't look at the next one. I'm going to ask you a question. I won't know it. So... The 64th Academy Awards, which honored the best films of 1991. I think I may have looked at that already. But here's the thing. What I hate, I'll be honest, when, I, when I'm when i watching an awards ceremony, and there are hundreds of movies available, I cannot stand when one artist wins it all, when one movie wins it all. I, I, I get it. And the one there was one year that there was um, a songwriter girl and she won every single award for the singing stuff and the writer. I can't even remember who she was. And then she disappeared. Like she was never back again. She just writes behind the scenes. She's still an artist, don't get me wrong. But I think sometimes that's kind of negative when it comes to like singers. As for movies, I think I know. You have the, the best picture. Clarice. The Oscar for Best Director. Uh, also, Silence of the Lambs? No, surely not. The Best Actor mm, and the yeah, Best man. Actress. All Silence of the Lambs? All Silence of the Lambs. So you have Silence of the Lambs won for the Best oh, Picture. Jody, I didn't know Jodie Foster won. Jodie Foster won the Best Actress. Anthony Hopkins won the Best Actor. I mean, it's a good movie, but... You know, that actually had like a weird kind of two-part scenario because if you remember back, and I, I never see movies uh, over and over again, but it like had the weird thing about, okay, he's scary as heck, but he also is helping, and you have this other this other serial killer they're trying to catch, and someone's, you know, captured. Right. It was pretty freaky. It's almost like it led all of these criminal minds and all these extra dark series and I wonder how much it led, just how much of a phenomenon now. It's like, you know, go find the serial killer type. I think it w- it might have been pretty, you know, formative in that regard. Because I don't know that we had a whole heck of a lot of shows talking about the idea of the, you know, really intelligent and so intelligent he's creepy. Like, if you, if you talk to him for very long, you'll be caught in his web, his mental web. Right. And he'll be in your brain type of a thing. 
before Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of that with Freddy Krueger, but that was a different thing. Yeah. He's in your dreams. <laughs> that crazy 1700th show for David Letterman. 1700th. We're all proud about 130, <laughs> and he's 1700th. He was so he was so different, but he just stayed on that you know that late slot. He just yeah, had just, a different a different way of doing the show, and it was definitely you know uh, help me out, uh, redhead, tall redhead. He kind of kind of took on that same goofiness, yeah. you know, once he started. That was just like really, you know. Remember David Letterman would just flip the index cards, yeah, all that stuff. And do you remember when Richard, Rich is it Richard Simmons? When he appeared on David Letterman, he's the little dancer uh-huh. guy, right? He wore his little yeah, short little shorts. shorts. David just humiliated him. It was so sad. Right. Uh, Richard Simmons, you know, it's easy to make fun of him, and but right. he's just trying to go off of the, off of energy. You know what yeah. Richard Simmons? Richard made him feel awkward, you right. know, but he could have done something. He could have done better with it. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, that's incredible. 1,700 shows. Well, and and the, yet he was still number two on the freaking network as far as the pecking order. The funny thing is, is when my daughter was born, she was only, almost called Ashley. But my um, sister-in-law named her oldest child Ashley. So I had to go with Chelsea. So I'm really surprised that... Chelsea became really fame, like really popular back after Chelsea was born. My, my Chelsea, and it's really funny that Ashley, which is kind of a new name, but boys' names kind of always stay traditional. Michael. Ah, uh, so you okay? Gotcha. Um, you're on you're on name somewhere. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> here's one for you. Shouldn't we be taking down her her uh, her footprint on the Walk of Fame? I mean, you know, kind of like uh, how we take down, never mind if they were a product of their time and had their own specific uh, reasons for being uh, um, popular and significant at the time. We must take down the statues of the people that now, under a different point of view, are supposedly not good people, even though they couldn't have possibly predicted how their, uh, their views would have been seen 200 years later. Well, Roseanne Barr got a Walk of Fame star on September 26th of 1992. So does that mean we should go stomp that out? You know, just... So, yeah, yeah, well, it the, might be gone. We non, don't know. Non-person. Yeah, could We be. have no clue. They might have... Dude! Okay. I can say Cheers was in the midst of its run. I thought that was... I thought that show was outstanding. It was always so much fun. Um, which girlfriend did you like better off, off of uh, Cheers? Uh, Kirstie Alley or the blonde from later? Um, I actually like the second one just as much. The little skinny. I was gonna blonde. say I I liked Kirstie Alley, but I liked I liked I mean th- that show is just so unique uh, that I liked them both. I wasn't I wasn't a fanatic. I didn't watch it all the time. Whenever I watched it, I really enjoyed. And I feel like it was right after another Night Court. Yeah, Night Court. Oh my gosh, Night Court Night was Court so much was more fun. my jam than that one. So as to December, as to 1992, they're saying at the toward the end of the year, NBC announced that the Cheer, Cheers would uh, have a final episode the next year. Uh, that was a great, great show. Anyway, go. I'm sorry about your names. Go ahead with that. Oh no, that was it. They're oh, just, it was just Michael just and Ashley. Michael and Ashley's right here, right there. Mm, yeah. Michael and Ashley, and our life expectancy in the United States was 75.8 years old. But yet we we got we shut down the economy and we shut down our world so that the 95 year olds didn't get sick. We didn't want them. Oh, it's like I can't believe they died of COVID. It's like what is? And I'm like, yeah, neither can I. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, this is interesting. What about who's the boss? The final episode. Yeah. Uh, on April 26th of 1992. The boss. And the Golden Girls that same year. Crazy. Last that episode. Is. Within within three weeks all, of each they other. They probably all kind of started the same. They're kind of that rotation of new movie, new stuff that comes out. and. Yeah. So we had who's within, 
within a month and two days. No, 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 no. Less than a month. We had the final episode of Who's the Boss, the last episode of The Golden Girls, and then Johnny Carson's last appearance. Times that were a-changing. Well, Time Magazine's per- person of the year was Bill Clinton. <laughs> uh, they were... <laughs> did not have... Sexual relations. Favorite holiday gifts. Who would have guessed X Men action figures were one of the most popular? Uh, must have, I think so. X Men were really big. Yeah, but that must have been working still off the comics. We didn't have any yeah. movies. The, oh, the yeah, Marvel the Cinematic hadn't hadn't happened yet. Nestle no talking. cartoons. It was cartoons. Oh, okay. It was gotcha. the cartoons. I watched that on Netflix on the X Men like. There's a that little documentary. Popular thing. Halloween costumes. Go mm-hmm. ahead, anybody. Go ahead and go ahead and tweet us on what you think the exactly. most popular. Oh, somebody. <laughs> Joe the from Cleveland voice. says Catwoman. Good job, Joe. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. So we've got Mary from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> if she said Hulk Hogan, check. Good job. <laughs> Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop. He was so cool. Were these like adult costumes? <laughs> I can't imagine little Axel Foley's walking around. Who the around. heck is Joe Nierkarand? They say among the popular Halloween costumes were all these things, Batman, Catwoman, as we said. The Lost Boys were actually popular. Uh, I didn't know that. Well, but that'd been I vampires. loved the movie, but I It would have no been idea. vampires. They just dressed oh, okay. up like vampires. A Freddy Krueger. But now I got to look up But who's Joe, Joe Nierkroyan? Let's look up who Joe. Okay, you do that. Joe. And we'll look at fashion trends. N-I-E. Ah, platform. Kay. I don't know about that. Platform. Oh, they spelled it wrong. It's just that should be an and. It's a baseball player. Oh, Joe Necro. Necro. Oh, because he had like a, a particular hairstyle or something like that, probably. Well, um, I remember Joe Necro, um, but I don't remember exactly right what would have made him a good, uh, good Halloween costume. Well, I what mean, what the heck are they talking about? Uh, Did they just an American screw up Major their League article? Right-handed pitcher. He was the younger brother of the pitcher Phil. Oh, yeah, I remember Phil Necro now. Yeah, but and why in heck would he be a Halloween costume? He died in two thousand six. He was born in forty four. It doesn't uh, make any sense. They must have made a mistake in the article. Uh, but that makes me want to look it up, so I'm trying to do that yeah. behind the scenes. Joe Negro Halloween costume. What made him? Oh wow, the nicotine patch was introduced while I'm waiting for that to come up. I bet you there's nothing or nothing that I can easily understand. Uh, I don't know what what's uh, going on there. It was here. it was it was the Astros. So oh, okay, well i still don't get it did the astros win that year i didn't think uh, they did i thought it was toronto he's ejected yeah. from the game <laughs> it says popular uh and of course the uh hulk hogan was a popular one that would make sense yeah that'd be easy okay fashion trends monochromatic and dichromatic looks where so one color and two colors so maybe they mean like a black and white mostly and blacks and grays and stuff um they say matching your top to your bottom was very important. I have no idea what that means. Matt, like, like you're, like wearing blue and blue, or okay. Oh yeah, I mean either. Tartan rough ruffle skirts that came with a matching tie or jacket were the coolest. Okay. All right. I kind of know what those are. I think it's kind of cool that they're the bread machines. In 1992, came over here, and when they dropped to $200, I have a bread machine. I have no clue what it cost, but I know it was quite a bit of money. I'm like, why are you spending hundreds of dollars on a bread machine where you can go get for 90 cents a loaf of bread, but it does make good bread? It says, at least their commentary is that two two decades later, bread machines were non-existent. Quote, having fallen into oblivion along with Walkmans and the Pogo Ball. Um, I still have my bread machine. Okay. Yeah, I guess they mean just. But in now the you can make bread. Mach- you can make bread probably in your auto fryer and your. Yeah. But your uh, what do you call it? Isn't that weird? The nicotine patch. Yeah, just, that it's is. It's not weird. It's just like that was pretty significant when that was introduced. Yeah, but it, we still have just as many people smoking. No, we don't. Are you you, you For, through other means? Don't you think yeah. we're a lot less? No, I don't. I I think. I think you, we have, you mean if you add the vapors and vapes and yeah, stuff? I still yeah. think we're less. 
Well, that's well, that's because they died. <laughs> we still have a lot of people that smoke. You're just not in the world of. I'm just still shocked at how many people smoke. That is crazy. About that's the first year where CDs were more popular than cassette tapes. It does make sense. Yeah, that I remember does make in my sense. late high school, it's like, well, would I pay extra for the CD? No, I'll just have the cassette. You know, it makes sense that, that around that range, very late 80s to early 90s is when the transition was really, really happening. Huh. The U.S. had over one-fifth of all the world's televisions. Like, now if you said what percentage of the smartphones does the world, uh, of the world's smartphones does the U.S. have, it wouldn't be much more than our population percentage. So we're about one twentieth of the world's population, something like that. Three hundred fifty million out of seven out of seven seven billion. We don't have like a quarter of the smartphones. We probably have a better disproportionate chunk because there's people in Africa with no cell phones, you know. But um, you know, uh, we had over we had over one fifth of all the televisions in 1992. Isn't that crazy? I would not have guessed that. And I think there were only 900 million television sets in use around the world. Even then, our population was probably over 5 billion, 5.5 billion if I had to guess. And there was less than a billion television sets. That's crazy. Now, when did you really become familiar with the internet? Because I I wasn't. And this reminds me of uh, how I was thinking, somebody mentioned this, that Elena Friedland that I mentioned... She goes, you know, the problem is we don't just go ahead and exist and, and experience life anymore. We're waiting for our screens to tell us what to experience, right? Like our interpretation of reality is through our screens. Right. And I think that's true. Uh, but this is the start of it. By the end of 1992, there were about 25 websites. So I didn't have an awareness of really the web and the internet no, and I use didn't. of it no. until something like 95 or 96. Yeah, It was me right too. right before I got divorced, which was somewhere in that time range where she, my wife had a semi-technical job, and so she had a computer. But I was working on airplanes. You know how much we had to be in computers, let alone connected to the internet or using Windows? Basically right. never. We basically never had to be, and our shop didn't have but one computer that you basically printed off, you know, uh, I don't even think it was necessarily connected to anything. You know, we are, it was still a paper job. You know, like if, if, if a pilot said, here's what's wrong with the, what's wrong with the airplane, he'd write it in a triplicate type of a form that would go to the shops. So there was very little that had to be printed off. Um, yeah. So I wasn't aware even of the internet-ish until 95, 96. I thought it just came out. And hardly used it. And so here we go, 1992, 25 websites. There are people who have more than 25 websites. Right, yeah. I have more than 25 websites. Okay, as for smoking, 48 million people, or around 48 million people smoked in in 2019, uh, 1992. And now we have about 31 to 32 million to 34 million but then how much of that 31 is uh is, is that cigarettes. not adding vape because you add vape cigarettes. and you, i was gonna yeah. say that's yeah, just cigarettes you add vape and maybe you get another it's five million 34 million in 2021 20, it, it went up um that's from weird. 2020 well, maybe it's because some of the vapors stopped because they've been told how bad it is so they're going yeah. back to regular smoking yeah Super Bowl commercial, $850,000. What does it cost now? Oh, it's probably the most think... expensive ad is, if I had to guess, in the range of 10 to $20 million. So 850000 Really, one of the most popular was Ryder Rant. No, they were starting to get really popular oh, then. 30-second ad during the Super Bowl, um, $6.5 million to $7 million. Okay, so I was a little bit eh, over. A little bit. I, I said mean... 10 to twenty. But maybe um, we should do a Super Bowl commercial for our podcast. Okay. <laughs> you think they take? You think they take? Do they take t- Venmo? <laughs> Does yeah. anybody? You guys, we need to start raising money for our Super Bowl ad. <laughs> do you guys, oh my goodness! What kind of crypto you guys take? Exactly. Oh, this is speaking of crypto, Tom Brady. Someone's like. 
Okay, so Tom Brady unretired, and yeah. and there was uh, there That's was he got there was collective cursing throughout the globe when that happened. And someone goes, "What's well, a bunch of bullcrap? Because I got your last touchdown football. Yeah. I paid eight hundred fifteen thousand for, or whatever it was, right. it was in that range. And now it's not worth anything." And you and me are thinking, "Wow, <laughs> you had eight hundred and fifteen. I mean, it was it was in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Whether or not it was eight hundred fifteen, I don't remember, but." Uh, and so he's like, I'll tell you what we can do. Hey, hey, Harold, over at the crypto thing, do you think we could go ahead and, 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 and donate some of this crypto on behalf of blah, blah, blah? He owns the crypto company. Right. It's like, Tom Brady, come on. We want to like you, and then you do dumb, dumb crap stuff. like that. You didn't donate anything. All you did was was promote your own crypto. Well, this has been a flashback of the 30 years ago. My daughter's 31. She's going to be 32. You know what would be what would be interesting is to think of all the terms that we speaking of crypto, the terms that we just drop at the drop of a hat now in 1992, what people would even think you were talking about that. Ooh, we should look some of that stuff up. There's no they way have, they'd have a clue. Well, I mean, Half of people, I think caller ID started coming out around then. <laughs> I mean, that you know, was like sweet man. And you know, you, yeah, I, I, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to think about, I have to think about when it's when we do episode one forty. <laughs> I remember around that time, it was still. I remember thinking this as an, or my political mind had just started going, and and it's like. At that time, in the late 80s and early 90s, we had a law that said, hey, be careful, the social security number, it's not a universal social, it's not a universal number. And somewhere around there, we put it on our driver's license. Yeah, it was everywhere. And then when you went to school, that's the number that you were, your student number. And people would be like, is 394-726-7442 here? And we'd be like, yeah, that's me and my social security (laughs) number. So much of the old privacy situation, speaking of privacy, but I just remember that, that around well, that's because the mid-90s may, may have been when they finally said, yeah, maybe we shouldn't make well, that be your, your driver's license number. But the one thing about it is, is that we didn't have computers doing everything for us, and that's when fraud started happening. How much fraud happened with the IRS with people filling out paper returns and mailing the paper returns in? Did they even think about that kind of fraud? Well, they probably did, but they couldn't do it on such a big, yeah, such a big scale. Right. You know? It's like, how do you fish, you know, in the sense of trying to see just how many, just throw 3,000 things out. And if one person responds and no, you can do it what, easily, you can't do that easily with a right. ma- with an envelope. You yeah. can't, you could do it, but nowhere near and, as but easy. But people weren't, I mean, it wasn't even something that you thought about doing because we didn't have all this free money that people were getting back and all these big refunds that people get back. You didn't have the you didn't have the security breaches where companies were losing all their data from their credit cards and then all that information is being leaked out to people. Because you didn't have it that. It wasn't connected enough. It, the systems weren't yeah, connected to all nothing, these. Yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing that's gonna you know. You didn't have you didn't have the scammers calling you on the phone. They were literally salespeople selling you know their their products. So. Anyway, speaking right. of, I'm going to tell you real quick. I think that what I was doing maybe in 1992, when was Somalia and Black Hawk down? I was mm-hmm. off the coast of Somalia. It was when stuff had started, and we didn't even get to do Liberty, obviously, because why would you do Liberty in Somalia? So we got to sit off the beach, looking at the beach in the city, which would have been Mogadishu. We were not very far off of uh, Mogadishu. And uh, I mean, I think that's the city we were setting right. and just kind of showing. And then later on, the uh, yeah, Mo- I think Black Hawk Down was around 1993, and so I can't remember if we were there early '93 before I got out, or if maybe we were there in 1992. Who knows? But that—that's the kind of place. You remember, we weren't very far removed from the original, right? Uh, original Persian Gulf War either, because I think that was about '91. So just to set some of the uh, context of that whole era. Yeah, interesting, right. interesting walk down uh, simpler times. Yeah. And uh, I remember that, honestly, I don't feel any older. I just feel like I've, no. a lot more stuff has happened to me. Exactly. I right, thank you guys for giving us your time. We always appreciate the listeners who um, communicate with us, and we just keep going and going and going. Go to Facebook. 
um, Kimology 411, or you can leave us a voice message on Anchor. Energizer Bunny, big in 1992, going, going. Yes, going and going and going. Thanks, Tyson, for helping make Kimology 411 so awesome. Thank you, ma'am. Seriously. No, no, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, seriously. All right, guys, keep taking all your adventures, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.